Hello. Oh, hi, Mick. Good oh. to be here, mate. <laughs> this is the first of uh, hopefully one of many um, that we do. Um, I thought what we'd do today is, is do an introdu- introductory chat. Uh, this is a, an old friend of mine, Dr. Andrew Brown, who I have known since university days back at New South Wales over 20 years ago, isn't it, mate? Yeah, it must be about 1990, I reckon. Yeah, time Guru Josh back in those <laughs> days, mate. <laughs> those were the days. Those were the days. And Andrew and I always have some in, uh, interesting conversations. My name's Dr. Michael Fordham, but I, I don't really call myself doctor in practice. Uh, I'm normally Michael or Mick or Fordo or whatever. Whatever comes around to me, I'm happy with. Yeah, whereas I like to be called doctor, it plumps it up a bit and makes me feel that little bit more respect. Yeah, great. Whatever works either way is, is wherever both of us are, uh, are comfortable with. Now, mate, what we're going to try to do is, uh, is have a chat about topics that we cover most weeks because we adjust each other almost on a weekly basis don't we mate yeah and and that's what works for me that's what keeps me tip top yeah me too i really noticed the difference since i've been getting adjusted weekly actually i've been feeling since you've been adjusting me weekly i've been feeling absolutely fantastic so it's a, a huge help you know to my life yeah awesome awesome so mate i think the key uh the key for us is to just uh, first of all, explain to people, because my patients will know me, your patients will know you, but they don't know much about each other, uh, I guess, about either of us, you know, the opposite person. And uh, we've got to come up with a moniker for the two of us, don't we? Like, what will we call ourselves, <laughs> mate? I've got... that, that'll be another topic of conversation <laughs> off air, I think. We're happy, <laughs> we're happy for input from, from the three people that listen to this one day, right? <laughs> We're happy to have input, right? So anyone who can come up for a, a name for us, we're quite happy to have. And we've already ruled out Bill and Ben. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, now, uh, why don't you why don't tell uh, for someone who hasn't met you before? Why don't you introduce yourself and, and give us a background of. Um, your chiropractic story and your experience? Uh, look, when I was um, fifth, when I, ever since I was a young boy, I always had a really big interest in the human body. Going Biology seemed to be my favourite subject at school. I was always really interested and switched on to the way the body worked at school. And I thought, and I was into sport, so I thought maybe becoming a physiotherapist would be something that I was interested in. So what I thought I would do is... Graduate from school, uh, go to Cumberland College, back it was back then, become a physio. And uh, my life took a different direction because I was playing a lot of rugby league back in those days and played some um, serious levels of rugby league where you had to be in good shape. And, um, and I'd surf in the, in the summer and then I'd try to be a fast bowler and those three are often a lethal combination for young kids, as I've mm. found out. Yeah. I've got older. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And basically, my back locked up completely. Where I went to come and bowl really fast one day, I tried, had no technique, no style, coming in like a windmill, arms thrashing everywhere. 
and bowled the ball as fast as I could and I felt this almighty crack in my back and I couldn't stand up. So I had pain down my legs, but it wasn't severe, but I couldn't straighten. It was an enormous amount of pain. Of course, I did the route that everyone does back in those days to the St George Sports Clinic where I grew up and then I saw a doctor called Jenny Saunders. It was a very lovely lady, actually. Jenny, I still think she's working today there. And um, she... Um, diagnosed me, uh, took an x-ray, they said, look, we don't think it's serious. Actually, they took a CT scan, so we don't think it's serious. Uh, you don't have any disc bulges. Yeah, a bit of physio, you'll be right. So I had six weeks of physio, probably about 10 to 12 visits. I went to run. As soon as I ran, the stabbing pain, in, crippling pain in my back occurred again. Couldn't accelerate, broke down, exact same pain. Went and had actually three, four months of physio, traction, twice as many treatments. Uh, more intense stretching, more intense muscle work, uh, exercises at home. You should be right now, Michael. So you were doing all the, the muscle rehab and the stretching and, and strengthening exercises, but something was missing. Totally. And guess what happened? Broke down again. Went back to see Jenny. Jenny said, you have to have 12 months off sport. I said, okay, 12 months off sport. That's great for a 15-year-old. That was like a shot in the heart at that time. Isn't yeah. that... I bet there's people out there listening and every case is different. Yeah. But how many times do I read that in the paper about some of our more national or state-level sports people? And I think, wow, do they really need 12 months off? Could we get them healthier quicker? Yeah, fair call, mate. Fair call. And I sometimes think... As a practitioner, when I say that to someone, I don't really say that to mm. someone because I always try to find someone else besides me if I can't help them. Mm. I try to find someone who can of help course. them better than yep. I can. You know, that Goal number one, get people healthier. Yeah. And if that's the case, I then uh, refer off. But 12 months off, invariably, I would say as a practitioner, means we're missing something mm-hmm. in the big picture of what's going mm. on. You know, mm. So I didn't know any better. That's what I did. Now, funny enough... Two weeks later, mum was in a dry cleaner hearing about this local chiropractor, Rady, Rady, Ra. We've all heard the spruiks. Yep. And um, just mum said, Do you want to give it a go? I did. He filled me with confidence the first moment I met him as a kid. He was personable. He seemed familiar with what was wrong. He took an x ray and found out I had a thing called a spondylolisthesis. Mm. And he goes, Mick, that's very common. It can cause whether you've done this spondylolisthesis in that fast bowl that you did. We don't know. It could have because that can cause it. Mm. And what it is is a, a slippage of a vertebra slightly forward. But it could have been there as we know, mate, from age three. Mm. And it was just exacerbated at that time. And the only way to determine that would have been a bone scan, actually. And, and also commonly referred to uh, in many medical circles as stress fractures. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Of course. So, um, so you went to this local. Who was he? Do you remember his name? I do, mate. He was such a character. Uh, his name was Lindsay Collins. Yeah. And Lindsay was. A, I still look at think of Lindsay and I laugh, right? Because <laughs> I end up working with Lindsay years later yeah. as a massage therapist, you yeah. know, with patients and. As many of us did for yeah. various chiropractors through uni. Yeah, and what a flamboyant, interesting character he was, Lindsay. Anyway, he um, he uh, uh, he was a sort of a, a guy 
there was no nonsense. I love no nonsense because no nonsense meant that. And I guess I've taken some of that with my approach to my patients over time. Mm. That you know, this is how it is, and this is how it needs to be for you to be well. You know, so you can take the That's facts. Pretty as much you your like. personality. <laughs> yeah. Well, no maybe nonsense. I was. <laughs> maybe maybe I was. Uh, Something gelled there. Yeah, but maybe, yeah, maybe he mentored me more than I ever thought, mate. So anyway, so I saw, uh, I saw him for six weeks. He said, and he did way different things to what I'd experienced. Mm-hmm. He adjusted my spine. He gave me some acupuncture. Mm-hmm. He um, got me doing some different stretches, a, mm-hmm. a cord that that were totally applicable to my underlying problem, not generalized for back. So the the exercises were you know were specific, um, which I think is an important thing about what I know about spinal issues and body issues as well is that the more specific the exercise to your problem, the better out the outcome is going to be for mm. that as well. Mm. So couldn't agree more. That's yeah. kind of where that gets I, lost a bit, yeah, doesn't it? In the it whole, does. let's let everyone get a strong core and let's everyone you know do postural exercises without understanding what your unique problem is right Mm -hmm. yeah so mate that was it uh i was doing work experience at the physio uh and he said how are you i said i'm bloody fantastic i'm back playing sport i can accelerate i've got no pain i feel better than what i was prior Mm -hmm. to breaking down brilliant yeah and i said mate i guess what are you going to do i said i'm going to become a chiropractor and he, he was a really nice guy. I will say he was a lovely guy, but he he was a bit bemused and I, I, a bit sort of, I don't know if he was disappointed in me that I'd gone down that path or just sort of disappointed that he couldn't help me. And that's the path I decided to take. So, mate, and from then that sort of chose me and I went from there. Mate, I'm loving, I'm really looking forward to hearing about, because I don't think I actually know 100% how you got started in becoming a chiropractor. Uh, well, a similar background at uni, so I'll get to that bit. Actually, my as a kid, I still have memories at the time. I can remember sitting in the car with my dad, I must have been about six or seven years old, and getting this bile taste in my mouth. And I now know they were like reflux yep. attacks. And I used to get those from childhood. Uh and I just remember describing to my dad, I need water, I need water. And dad going, she'll be right, mate, we'll be home soon. But I had this disgusting bile taste in my throat and mouth. So I suffered from refluxed attacks occasionally as a kid. And then as I got older, similar story to you, Mick, I grew up in the country in the Riverina area in a small town of about a 1,000 people called Henty, for anyone out there who might know that's between Aubrey and Wagga. Probably all of my clients have heard me describe where Henty is. Uh, and I played Aussie rules, and I was also a reasonable level I Aussie I held that against player. you for a long time, <laughs> didn't I, mate? Yes, yeah, so did everyone else at Uni New South Wales. But now I've seen the light, mate. I don't trust you. <laughs> Come in Sydney, Swans and GWS, here we are. Yeah. Not that they're my teams, I might point out. Um, played Aussie rules and also an opening bowler at cricket. So I grew up as a kid, I played footy, AFL, uh, cricket and, and some tennis in, in summer. And from about the age of 13, 14, so adolescence, growth spurts, 
I started getting these periods of back pain. It would happen once or twice a year, typically during footy season, I can remember, because I couldn't bend over and touch my toes. And I had to miss a week or two of footy. And I was in a small country town, so we didn't really go to physios. We didn't... uh, What did you do? um, Probably got a rub down from the local trainer got a massage and it must Pills? have... Pills? Did they give you pain relief? No, not from memory. They do grow tough, up tough in the country. Oh, yeah, we like to think so. <laughs> <laughs> Times were tough back then. Oh, sounds like it, mate. Yeah. Um, but obviously it must have happened a few years in a row and at some stage my mother took me to a chiropractor in Albury. Now... I think the, How far was that away by car and stuff yeah, like that? Yeah, it's, it's anti 65 kilometres in between Albury and Wagga each way. So it's about a 45 minute drive. Okay. Um, a bit of an effort, yeah. A bit of an effort. and But back in those days, pretty much to do anything, you had to go somewhere for us. So sure. it involved a bit of travel. And, and for us, driving to Albury or Wagga was kind of a big thing back then. It was like, oh, we're going to the city basically. <laughs> yeah, that's what it was for right, us. It's like, oh, right. we're going to what we used to rub our hands together yeah. and think of going to Kmart or Target and getting some chicken and chips for Target. How many radio stations did you have that you could tune into back then as well? Uh, well, there would have been the ABC and 2AY for Albury and 2WG for Wagga Wagga. Wow. So, <laughs> a multitude. Think of, uh, yes, all the riches we have on offer these days. I wonder if that, I wonder if that, because the ABC too is quite, it's always been, it's less commercial, obviously, more mm. cultural. I think it, it, it talks about national topics. I wonder if that's why country people have a different, you know, appreciation of national issues. And I mean, that's a gross generalisation. I don't want to say that. But I do sense that about country people, that they... They are, yeah, it's interesting. I never even would have occurred that the 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 isolation could have, the culture could have moulded your, your perceptions, you know, and your attitudes in some ways. It's interesting. Yeah, perhaps it was, uh, uh, I think the it had the national news. They used to have the weather, uh, and that was always important to the farmers because yeah. it's a big farming area. Uh, and so they used to, at least on the news, and, and they also had, because it was, radio national countrywide they had the country hour so people would listen to that for more rural matters as well but that was the first chiropractor i went to and um they had a look at my low back they didn't take x-rays um but they would have checked my posture and palpated my spine for movement and it was a young guy working there, and uh, I think he was working as a locum at the time. It was probably during school holidays, which is why we went there. And um, said, look, there's something stuck here. I still remember he asked at the time, do you get tired in the afternoons? And I remember saying, yeah, I do. Interesting. So, yeah, that's interesting. There was something, I, I think it was a, an L4 and a, a T1011... For those of you out there who know what they are, but might have been something connected to adrenals as well. Um, anyway, he adjusted my low back and we went a couple of times and that really helped the low back pain. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> Sorry about that. Good job. Yeah. And uh, 
it wasn't a, a similar story to you being that sports background I thought oh, I want to study physiotherapy yep um, I got into uni New South Wales and was going through and doing the medical science and thought I'd transfer across to that but I remember it must have been in about second year when we went into that anatomy major I met this really interesting bunch of people whose company enjoyed uh, and that included you oh geez there was there was a very that was part of a very interesting crowd wasn't should we it? say ragtag bunch <laughs> oh, i think they all gravitated to each other didn't they all the the rat bags sort of sort of gravitated towards each other didn't they you know? no, so everyone in that major was essentially it must have been nine out of the ten people in that stream of the course were all budding chiropractic students. And, and who was the one that wasn't? Who was the, there was a doctor. <laughs> there was a... Mark. Mark, yeah. And we have, we often wonder what happened to Mark because uh, Mark was, let's just say Mark was probably the brightest of all of us. He was intellectually gifted. Yeah, but... And social, just... <laughs> socially very left-field. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> And we often wonder what happened to Mark because we all love Mark. Uh, Mark, um, but Mark was was doing medicine. So, yeah. but funny enough, actually, it, there were a couple of them, weren't there, that were doing the um, science med double, yeah. essentially. And I think that's an important part for my my patients get surprised when I tell them that now that I was in the same classes at uni for a few years with medical doctors, right? Mm-hmm. And so we studied the same subjects, right? Mm-hmm. And so when it came in New South, I thought it was particularly yeah, tough degree. They didn't hand that degree out, did they? You know, nah, they used to give nah. it away. You know, it was it was a bit of a challenge at times. You know, yeah, uh, I definitely struggled coming from country, moving to the city. I got into Melbourne Uni as well, and Uni New South Wales in the old high school applications HSC back then, and uh, with a sense of adventure, I thought I haven't really been to Sydney. I want to go and study in Sydney. And and I've been here ever since, apart from the time when I was in South America, which we might come to on a, another broadcast. Well, yeah, maybe. I, I like, I'm sure we'll cover lots of different topics because we're going to try to do them regularly. It's something mm. we're going to attempt to do. And I think it's a wonderful uh, medium for you and I mm. to just be able to sit down and chat about things that we think are really important and for patients with technology now that they have a phone, you know, and they have cars and, you know, if ever they're bored and they want something to listen to, because if they go see a chiropractor or they've got a friend who's interested in going seeing a chiropractor, or because what we want to do is make it a bit informative too, don't we? We're, it's not just about, um, you know, what we'd say anecdotal evidence of our patients, you know, mm-hmm. we want to get the, some of the science out there about chiropractic as well. Yeah, well, you know, I'm big on the science and the research. You are. Some, you some are. would say a little bit too much, but... Uh, no, I love that you do that, that's, mate. That's yeah. what I like. I actually find that inspirational, yeah, that you do that. And I, I've, I, take, I take heart in the fact that there are chiropractors who probably... who are out there doing the valid research that we hope will demonstrate what we're doing is far beyond just pain. I, I hope that... Uh, I hope that, that we reach that stage where uh, 
maybe the technology too will, will catch up with what we think happens during an adjustment. Well, it's, it's starting to, I can say yeah. to anyone who's still listening now, <laughs> uh, that it's definitely starting to show that they've got MRIs of brain activity and nerve activity going to the brain, showing what lights up when we do an adjustment and the way that that improves sensory feedback from the body to the brain. So there's definitely more and more research coming out each year and I think that's really exciting. And I think that's where chiropractors should, and chiropractic, inverted commas, we should be spending our time and money in research validating those changes and researching more about what happens to the brain itself and the nervous system. And and we will. It's one of those areas where we have ideas and we know it works and people know it works because yeah. we keep seeing members of the public coming in for help. Um, but the technology, we're a bit behind on the technology and like any new bit of technology, it's really expensive. So that's a bit prohibitive for people in private practice to utilise, whereas pharmaceutical companies who've got billions of dollars can pay for those sort of things. And do you think pharmaceutical companies are interested in validating that research? No, obviously not, because that would cut into people taking more pills. But I reckon that's a whole other conversation. I think you're right. But, I mean, what I want to do is set up a few things that... Mm. You know, if people are listening to this, and I'm going to encourage my patients to listen to our podcast, yeah. is it topics we might cover? You yeah, know? That's, and, well, I think that's definitely a big one. And I also think that um, people are voting with their feet and, and searching for a more natural health outlook because, unfortunately, we're all realising that it just doesn't come in a pill. It doesn't. I wish it did, because that would make it easier for everybody, right? But that's just not the realistic situation of how the human body and mind work. Well, funny enough, on that, mate, I treat a guy, I treated a couple of psychiatrists mm. in, in my practice, and they're always great guys to talk to. I, mm. I freak out that they're making uh, you know, judgments about my childhood as I'm treating <laughs> <laughs> It's always a challenge, you know, but they're, they're actually great guys. Um, and I've got a lot of respect for both of them as people. And if you think about the level of education they have, how they would be open-minded to coming to see a chiropractor, mm. I think that's what I, 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 I think it's a wonderful thing. Yeah. So on just briefly on that note, level of education, in case anyone's not aware, for what we have graduated with was a a Bachelor of Science majoring in anatomy or medical science, and then we have a postgraduate Masters of Chiropractic. Um, but it's not a research Masters, it was a very intensive coursework and practical work Masters, and we do the same amount of hours of study over our five years here in Australia uh, as what a six-year medical degree does of contact hours. And that is why we are legislated to have the title Doctors of Chiropractic. Yeah, that's that's a, a funny one, isn't it? Because I, it's it's really it, you know that's another topic you know we could cover is you know to 
I mean, the Latin for doctor is to teach, isn't it? Or so there's, I'm not sure of that, but I actually think where the term comes from, and I, I will check that, right? But I, I know it's, uh, it's more about sharing or helping. It's not necessarily... And if you look at way, the way our society often views doctor is, you know, the, the, the saviour, you know what I mean? Rather than the teacher or, you know, mm. which is... Yeah, the connotations around that I find have made, lost in translation. I think our generation, Gen X, is a bit different. Um, definitely, the, the the generations below that are different again. But mm. I think our generation and baby boomers did always ask a lot of questions about you know debunking authority. But I think the term doctor is something that I I, I think it. Uh, yeah, it's interesting why I choose not to call myself a doctor, right? And and you like and it. And yet I do. Yeah, <laughs> it is. Um, but, you know, it's just one of those those things of, of, you know, that over time, I feel the, the, the term doctor has come to represent different things, is what I'm trying to say. Mm. Uh, and and it will copy, we'll cover that another time. Okay, mate, so... And, and one other, sorry to interject, yeah. one other thing uh, as we got sidetracked in that conversation, we're covering a lot of territory today, yeah. uh, which is great for an intro podcast. Um, I was talking about how I went to see my first chiropractor and got adjusted and it helped my back pain. It wasn't until I got into the chiropractic course and we started practicing adjusting on each other. And that is how we learn how to adjust. We practice on each other. And wasn't that fun over the course of oh, a few years? Yeah. But I noticed that that chronic reflux attacks I used to get almost disappeared. And we'd been learning about anatomy and nerve flow and how this affects the entire body function. But that was really was a, a personal example of me getting reflux attacks. And one day I just realised, oh, I haven't been getting that, those really bad reflux attacks much in the last year or two. Okay. And it was towards the end of our course because we were adjusting each other every day, essentially, sometimes better than others, obviously. Uh, and oh, that's the process of learning, exactly. Yeah, learning. Yeah. But my reflux really improved... So I was getting a, a visceral function improving with regular chiropractic care. And I know there's many people out there who have similar feedback about their health. In, in well. all honesty, mate, in my practice, you know, I, I hear it every week. Right. Yeah. And patients don't understand that because... I feel my education here wouldn't be as strong as your practice, to be honest, um, but it's something that, that I would like to improve upon as time goes on. You know, it's one of the reasons why we're doing this podcast as well. Um, we talk, I talk about subluxation and nerve flow, mm -hmm. but I think that's got to be a drip feed, that message that happens over time, you know. Mm. Um, why don't we have a quick chat about topics that we would like to cover? Uh, I mean, there's one, first of all, is, is the, the research around the brain and, the, and how it can affect the brain. And I know you've got a lot to say about that. And we might do that next week, actually, mm. or next, next time we do the podcast, because I find that topic particularly exciting. I'm pretty sure a lot of my patients will find that topic pretty exciting. Mm -hmm. um, and 
I think it's nice to know that what we're doing is having an effect on neurotransmitters, on dendrites, axons, synapses, mm. that all these things that you know, the brain is, you know, how to get it functioning at its optimal level is impacted by chiropractic. And I went to a great conference in Melbourne a couple of weeks ago. You know I like my conferences. You do. You're a conference junkie. Uh, and it's a, Which I love. It's a, it's a great chance. I like learning new things and I hope that I never stop enjoy learning new things. That is part of the human experience. Um, but I, I will also talk about when we do that the research perspective and every now and then we get a media thing come up saying they don't have enough research and we can talk about what real research is and perhaps how do they put that into perspective compared to current medical research which also has a very interesting history it does, doesn't it? I mean, when we were at uni, I had to uh, do a subject called the history of medicine, right? And, yeah, and that, and that I was find that these... fascinating. God, you know, well, I always yeah. think of that TV show, uh, uh, gosh, I can't think of that, Clive Owen, <laughs> where they're in the 1800s with the pincers and putting ether things on people, the first uses of ether oh. and... Uh, uh, and that's how things have evolved. Uh, There's an interesting to film called Hysteria, I think. <laughs> <laughs> we won't cover that, though. But that's an interesting film. For those who've seen Hysteria, they'll understand what I'm talking about. I'm, I'm sure about. we've both been accused of the same thing. <laughs> yeah, so look, uh, obviously, neurology is one part, and we yep. won't talk about that. Um, Obviously, chiropractic and sports something I'm probably familiar in because I've yeah, done a and, lot of that. And part of the Australian culture, sports. Yeah. And and you know my, <clears throat> we have obviously in Australia we have a whole association, sports chiropractic, um, and I used to be really interested in that because I consider myself a sports person too, uh, but it's funny how now I think well if I do an awesome job of what I do as a chiropractor uh, every single time athletic performance improves anyway. And what then we come down to what role are you trying to fill? Mm. Are you trying to be a chiropractor? Are you trying to be a physiotherapist and a chiropractor? Mm. For me my big thing's acupuncture, you know I love mm. doing that and that, that I do that in conjunction. But you know that that's one of the beauties of, of our profession too, to be honest, is that you can Choose your own adventure. You yeah, know? yeah. You know? There's so many different things out there. It is a horses for courses. Perhaps that's another topic we can talk about the diversity. Wow, that's of, a great topic of yeah. our profession because and it's hard for patients too, isn't it? When you say, "Do you know anyone in Wagga?" Yeah, and I'll say, "Well, listen, I know a great bloke, but I don't know what he's doing in chiropractic these yeah. days." You know, yeah, absolutely. They might use a different technique. Yeah. Uh, they may have a slightly different philosophy. You could see five chiropractors who might have five different approaches to the same issue. Still get the same outcomes, and, perhaps. And yeah. most likely get the same outcome. But it's a different approach from each person, and they're all very valid. Yes, yes. And, you, and often you'll find patients uh, do shop around to find someone that they're comfortable with, that they feel that 
that's a technique that can work for them. It doesn't make it right or wrong, mm. in my opinion. It just means that they're... No, I'd encourage yeah. people to do that. You, you need to find somebody, and it doesn't matter whether it's a doctor, lawyer, plumber or carpenter, you need to find the right person that does the best job for you. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. And so we've covered a few of those topics there. Is there any other topics you can think of at the top of your head that you'd like to cover? Oh, gosh, you put me on the spot. There are. I'm good at that. Oh, no, yeah, thanks for that. Um, there are certainly other topics we can talk about, and perhaps we could go over certain conditions that people come with. But yeah, now, great idea. Really what we want to do is improve the health of someone regardless of whether it's a neck pain or a back pain or a disc problem or the sciatica or whatever the presentation might be sure so mate i think that today one of the most important things for for me and and i think for 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 just tying everything together of this introductory podcast it's what what if i was just put andrew brown on the spot so as a chiropractor and as a you know as a person who runs your own business you've hung your shingle up on the wall what are you really about what 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 you know what what does andrew brown believe in what's his purpose of being a chiropractor oh well it's interesting you asked that nick thanks for putting me on the spot again you know, I said, oh, I need to do some preparation for this podcast. You don't need... I, I and don't, he said, yeah, but I like to fly by the seat of my pants. I've, I've, <laughs> I, I, I mean, you treat me. I, I know the way you treat me, and I know what the intent you have every time you adjust mm. me. And and even if I put you on the spot in that position, I know what comes from you, you know, mm. as a patient of yours. So what I'm interested in is is for... What what, what, do you, what, what makes you tick? Why do, why do you want to be a Cairo every day, you know? Yeah, well... I love helping people. The classic helping people. Yeah, yeah, as I'm sure everyone in any health profession goes into the profession and that's the number one thing that drives us at the beginning anyway. Yeah. And certainly that's what drives us still today. Uh, I love helping people and as a chiropractor, it is removing interference from someone's body to allow them to be the best that they can be at whatever level that might be. And some people like to take it further than others. But I'm going to assist you in helping that. That's awesome, mate. I, I, and I truly believe that. Because not only when you have your body removed of nerve interference, are you better at sport or you have less pain, but you may very well be a happier person, you know, yeah. a better husband, uh, a better son, a better wife, you know, uh, make better choices in your life because you're not out of your brain with mm. stress, you know. And that's what adjusting does, I believe. I think it removes stress from your body. I had, um, yeah, look, that reminds me, and I know you will have a similar story to tell, if not many stories. Reminds me of a um, a big guy. He's a big guy like us. He likes to go to the gym. He's a plumber, uh, very down-to-earth guy. And I'd been adjusting him for um, for a while, probably for a couple of months. And uh, he came in one day and he said, Doc, you know, it's really made a difference to my life. My wife says I'm a happier person. Yeah, yeah. 
and, and I hear that get, too. Yeah. Yeah. And when you get feedback like that, it gives me a warm, fuzzy feeling, and I go home thinking that's why I do this. Yeah, 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 yeah for sure, for sure. And I, I'm not in my head in agreement. Not just, but and, and but I hear the same thing. Right? And and some guys come to see me and tell me the exact same thing. It's often guys <laughs> that will say that. Funny enough. Um, I think the women will just that we treat will just label it and go. I feel better when I'm adjusted. You know mm. what I mean. But funny enough, the guys will who feel that way will often verbalise how other people perceive them. Mm. You know, rather interesting than interesting point. Yeah, rather than just how they perceive themselves. Mm. You know, uh, mate. I think. And what about a, yourself? Yeah. Oh, let me put you on the spot then. Okay. What. Well, about myself, why I do this? I do this because I think it's one of the only things I'm good at, <laughs> for starters, and it's, yeah. it's been my whole life. Yeah. And I, I'm the sort of person that I think in my truest, I think, I think what we do gives me an avenue to express my true nature. Mm-hmm. And that is that I do want to make the world a better place nice, in my yeah. own way, you right. know, and leave some sort of decent legacy on the planet. Mm-hmm. And that's what's really inside me, especially, you know, even with life and family and everything else that goes with it. My my professional life, I see, is more than just a job. It's um, it's something that's just, a, it's like my right arm. Yeah. And how lucky are we to be able to say that? Very, very lucky very lucky and I it's lost and to be honest Andrew that that is lost on me sometimes I'm going to be completely honest because I sometimes I feel that um, that our professional life involves giving mm-hmm. you know and sometimes it's very important for us to not give too much of ourselves you know so we haven't got anything left and that's something yeah, that I've learned as time has gone on to balance And you can more. say that because you've got a wife and kids at home and yeah. that is about life balance as well. Yeah, it is. So that's been an interesting part for me to juggle as well as a practitioner. And you know what's really interesting, mate? Mm. Guess what? Ever since I've been getting adjusted by you more often, guess what's happened? I feel so much better. Mm. I'm sleeping better. I'm functioning better at work. I'm exercising better. So, mate, and that that's not... I, I want to make this clear. That's not sales. That's not me on a podcast mm. saying that, you know, to my patients that this is how, you know, it is. it's actually very genuine, very real. Mm. And there's a tangible difference. And so I, you know, I don't... As far as treatment goes and maintenance, I mean, even us adjusting each other more regularly has opened my eyes up to how better someone can feel if they get adjusted regularly often you know so that that really is we're living by that you mm-hmm. know and uh, practice what you preach yeah mate and, and you know what it's been it's been really great for me to get looked after so that's been awesome so yeah um in a roundabout way that 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 was the point i was trying to make the other thing about what i do is that the reason why i do it is it's kind of fun it, yeah. You know, I, I come in, I get to chat to patients, you know, it's very social, you know, most of the time, you go, how you going, how's your life been, whatever, okay, let's get you adjusted, you, you, you're there, and you know what, you see snapshots of people's lives, I see patients during pregnancy, you know, and you see them have, but, you know, I, I've, I've treated guys since they were kids, and they're mm. now 
family men. You know, they've, they've, I've seen them grow up and I've got so this we, relationship with them. So we've both been chiropractors them. for about 20 years now, haven't we? Yeah. So that's a significant and, period of life. And it's like you grow together at times with people, mm. you know, and, and see them throughout their lives and they place their trust in you as a, someone to take care yeah. of them and look, after, even, and look after their kids, you know. And it's, it's a beautiful thing in that regard. So, yeah, that part of it's been, been awesome. So that's why I do what I do. Yeah. I don't get up to work every day going, oh, I don't have to go to this job that I don't want to go to. No, I've never felt like that. You know, it's been, I, I, I truly never feel like that. I, I feel like coming to work is, is a good thing. You know, that, that, that life balance, you know, surrounding that is something that I believe is, is, is something that, you know, including in a good diet, you know, some exercise, some hanging out with some good friends who give you a laugh and all that mm. sort of sort of things. Yeah, gives your life a balance that, you know, hopefully you can find some happiness where, you know, you're enjoying life and that's what it's all about. Yeah, absolutely. Couldn't have said it better myself. Um, all right, mate. So I think we might tie it up a bit here and we'll cover some more topics next week or the week after. Yeah. Um, and uh, we're still looking, if you can think of any names for us, uh, we're happy to have any feedback. Have you got anything? Has anything sprung to mind yet, mate? Throughout the podcast? <laughs> no, the, I was so focused on our conversation. The doctor and uh, uh, yeah, the two ginger ninjas. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> doctor Ninja. Yeah. I don't know. We'll find something. We'll work something out. We'll, we'll give it that, a name. That'll be homework for us to, yeah. to have a title we're, by the we're, next podcast. We're happy to have any avatars sent to us as well. If you think there'll be something that is uh, hopefully offensive. How are they going to send it to us, Mick? Uh, okay. So we've. you can always contact us by email. Uh, my email is backtolife7 at bigpond.com and yours is? And mine is backdoctorlikehart at gmail.com and that's backdrlikehart at gmail.com awesome mate you know what it's we've been speaking about this for some time i'm glad we finally got a chance to do it yeah i've enjoyed it 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 should be a lot of fun uh and we'll try to we'll try to make it entertaining for you guys who listen and try to find a way to you know bring out some some, yeah a few laughs a, a bit of entertainment and hopefully some knowledge and facts about you know, hopefully debunking the myths around chiropractic mm. as well. And hopefully even a student or two might we get might to even have, Yeah, the occasional guest. Yes. Well, I'd probably lean on a couple of people there and see if I get, can get them to come along, and I'm sure you'll do the same. But, yeah. All right, it's been great to talk to you, mate. And goodbye to everyone out there in podcast land. Please tune in next time. We'll find something. We'll, our next talk will be on urology. So, Andrew, you're going to be leading the charge there. Yeah, so, you say neurology, I say brain. Okay, brains at brain. Brains. Brains, <laughs> brains easy. And a quick tip before we go on the grand finals this weekend. I want your tip, please. Big week in the Shire here. Oh, well, look, I, the Sydney Swans are favourites, but it'd be a fairy tale if the Western Bulldogs get up. That's not a tip. I want your tip. I want want your head on the chopping block, Andrew. Yeah, okay. Look both ways before crossing the road. (laughs) (laughs) That means no tip. What about the NRL then? Uh, The Melbourne Storm seem like they are the consistent form team. They do. And look, my tip, 
and living in the Shire and all that sort of stuff. And I worked with a club for a while there, Cronulla Sutherland. I will say that I've got a... Look, my head says Melbourne. My heart says Cronulla. I've got a funny feeling it's going to be either two upsets or two favourites in both. Mm -hmm. So it'll be, for me, either Bulldogs, Cronulla or Swans and Melbourne Storm. And I think that's a very good way to wrap things up by both of us sitting on the <laughs> We've got splinters on our butt. All right. See you, everyone. See Bye. you next time. Bye.